Welcome to the Zero Fucks Podcast, the raw and unfiltered account of the journey to create your diet culture-free dream life and start living the authentic and unapologetic life you deserve from two girls who actually did it. Each week, Don Michaela, the founder of the Mindful Eating Revolution, and Lonnie Mitchell, founder of the Weightless Warrior Academy, are bringing you guests, thoughts, and hot topics to help you bust through the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and shed the emotional weight that has been holding you down. We're pulling back the curtain on how to reconnect yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul, take your power back, and free yourself from fear and self-judgment. Get ready to unapologetically follow your bliss every single day, giving zero fucks about what other people think. Are you with us? Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Fucks podcast. Today, Don and I are answering your questions. We are super excited. We have three really awesome value pack questions for you today. So let's just get right into it. Don, what first question do we have? So the first question um, came from somebody who, you know, is just feeling stuck. And the question is basically like, I, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm going around in circles. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to change. I'm ready for something to be different. But no matter what I do, I just keep coming back around to the same spot. How do I break out of this, like, just yo-yo going in circles mentality? Um, so what's your first, first just knee-jerk response to that question, Lonnie? My first knee-jerk reaction is there's so much going on. Um, and I, I've said those words myself, and I've heard other people say it too. I often hear and see that in media where they aren't comfortable in their body. They are struggling with finances. They are not happy with their job, or maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they're wanting more. They want their own business, but they just don't know what to do, right? And they're struggling with time with the kids and everything. So for me, I think it comes down to taking a step back as corny and cliche as that sounds, literally taking a step back and making a list of what are the things that make me happy that make me feel good and that I'm passionate about. Because when you bring more of that feeling into your life, things just go naturally better. If you're constantly fixated on what's wrong in your life, the universe feels that and says, okay, well, you keep thinking about that. So let's give you more of that. For example, we all know the power of gratitude, right? And so the other day I was taking a walk and I'm like, let me just use this opportunity. And I literally started looking so intently at the different leaves, the flowers. I'm like, wow, look at all those different shades of green. And I'm so grateful for this walk. And I'm grateful for the fact that I can go home and I have awesome food that I can nourish my body with. And I get to spend this time with my dog and watch him smile and sniff things. And I kid you not, like 30 seconds later, I walk several more steps and there's two baby deer. So it's just like, oh man, you're, you're really appreciating everything here. Here's some more. Right. And so like, you could say, oh, that's just a coincidence, but guys, this kind of stuff happens to me more than you think. And I've experimented with it. And there's so many studies, the more, the more high vibration energy you put out, the more you're going to get back. Like this is just kind of the law of attraction. Um, and so we could do a whole episode on that, but I won't get into it. So yeah, my knee-jerk reaction is, okay, take a step back, see what's going to make you feel the best. But also if you are like, say 90 years old on your deathbed, what would you regret not doing? 
that's one of the things that I always tell people and that helped me make decisions in my life. So that's, that's where I would start off with this. First of all, what about you? I love that. Um, and yeah, you're just kind of continuing with like the step back theme of it's like, I always, you know, really encourage my clients, like you have to start thinking about this differently. Like you have to start looking at this entire thing from a completely different lens. Um, because like when we feel stuck, a lot of the times, like you guys can't see me, but it feels like, you know, the problem's like right here. Like we're just like nose up against a wall and you're just like, how do I get out of this? Right. You just, you feel like you're just like bug on windshield, you know, just kind of splattered <laughs> yeah. against and, and you just feel stuck and you just feel like you're going around in circles. And when you're in that, it's like, you're just confronting your pain all the time. And like, as Lonnie was saying of, you know, the law of vibration, the law of attraction, it's like everything is vibration and how you feel is attracting your experiences. And so when we're in these stuck places, it's like, we're operating at a very low emotional frequency. Mm -hmm. Like we are just nose to nose with our shame, our fear, our pain, denial, you know, like lack of self-worth, you know, all of this is just, and it's just cycling through, like, it's, it's just like a shitty emotion blender, you know? So we're just kind of drinking a shit smoothie all the time. And it's just this awful stuff. And that's all we can think about. That's all we can see because we're so close to it. And when we're in that, a lot of times we think that we can think our way out of it, that we can control our way out of this. That if I just do X, Y, Z, like someone just tell me what to do. If I can just do this and if I can just hold myself accountable and do this, it'll, it'll change. And I feel like that's where this question is coming from. I feel like that person is like, what do I have to do? Tell me what to do. Give me the steps. How do I break out of this? And so my first need knee jerk reaction is, is like, stop trying to think your way out of this. You can't think your way out of this. You cannot control your way out of this. The only thing that's going to get you out of this is surrender. You're going to have to let go of the way it is, of the way it's been and the way you're trying to make it be. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to let it go because it's like, is what you're doing working? Or are you going in circles? So have a moment where it's like, okay, you have to stop fighting. And when we look at the levels of emotional vibration, because they can measure, you know, the vibration of different emotions. And, um, there's a whole bunch of studies done on this. And it's like one of the fastest way to jump your vibration is through acceptance. Acceptance is like, it takes you from low vibration to like this middle range vibration like that. And so the faster you can be like, okay, I surrender. Clearly, I don't know what the fuck to do to get myself out of this. Clearly what I'm doing isn't working. So I need to learn a new way and I'm ready to let this go. And I might need a little help. And so I'm ready to surrender my pride and ask for help. I Is think it's anyone? okay to not know the, the steps to not know what to do next, because society from a young age teaches us, oh, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? There you go. You're already putting a plan onto us. So we have to have a plan. You're in college. Well, what, you know, what things are you going to do as a freshman? So it gives you a better chance of getting into these colleges. Like you're taught from a young age, always have a plan, always know what you're doing. And mm -hmm. sometimes you just can't know what the fuck you're doing. And you have to feel your way through it. Like if you're trying to figure out your passion, it's not like you can just think and say, hmm, well, I like animals. Let me go work at a zoo. 
there are so many different ways that yeah I'm using like <laughs> my own example, really good example. <laughs> so, but it's like there's so many different ways that you can work with animals like being a marine biologist or um I, I don't know there there's just a lot of different things okay yeah. I'm drawing a bit of a blank but you don't have to just work at a zoo so you could go to the zoo end up slinging shit and be like nah this, this ain't my jam or like feeding the animals and be like, no, this still isn't fulfilling me. And then you go take a few classes on marine biology and it doesn't even feel like work. You're like, holy shit, this is so fascinating. Right. But you don't know that until you actually experience it. So it's, it's good to think and see, okay, what are the options, but you don't know until you actually go through those experiences and feel it. And correct me if I'm wrong, Don, but I think this is like, kind of what you're talking about. Like for me, I remember going through my surrender experience of, okay, I know corporate is not the avenue that I want anymore. I know I want to have some sort of online career and I know I want to help people in some way, but I don't know what that looks like. And I just had to say, you know what, bitch, you don't have to figure it out tonight, nor do you have to figure it out tomorrow. You just have to be willing to listen to the nudges in your heart and then make the action when it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's why so many people stay stuck is they're trying to think it out. Mm -hmm. And it's like thinking like overthinking is what got you into this shit storm. Yeah. Like thinking more is just taking to take you deeper. Like you have to stop thinking and you have to start feeling and you have to drop into that intuition and just be like, exactly. Like, where is my heart calling me? Where is my soul calling me? Where are those internal nudges of, and that's, I think where so many people get stuck if they're, you know, they cut themselves off at the neck and they're just going through life thinking. And it's like, you're ignoring everything below the neck. You're ignoring all your, your body's trying to talk to you, but you're like, no, no, not listening to that. Let's listen to the rules. And it's just like, oh my fucking God, like stop, stop. Like you're doing this to yourself. And I think that was part of the other thing of like, you have to accept that this is not happening to you. This is happening for you because you are making these choices. And like, that is part of the acceptance of you have to realize like, you're not a victim. You are choosing this. So are you ready to make a different choice? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to learn how to make different choices from a different place, from not fear, from not guilt, from not shame, from not denial? Are you ready to stop operating in denial that you're the victim of this? I think though, to add on to that, because that's one of the things that someone I know is really struggling with right now is, okay, I'm ready to make these changes, but they're beating themselves up because they weren't ready before. So I think that's so important, but also make sure you aren't beating yourself up before, because like Don said, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So you may not have been ready before and that's okay because for whatever reason, maybe you just were not supposed to go through those experiences yet. Maybe it was going to be, you know, really shitty, just like, I don't know, with relationships, if you meet someone and it is just the wrong time. And it's like, well, that's not happening to you. It's happening for you because what if you did get together and, you know, one of you cheated because you just weren't both emotionally mature enough for each other yet or something. Whereas if you waited two years and then you finally come together, right. And you're like, God, why couldn't we have just gotten together two years ago, but you may not just have been ready. Right. So it's important not to beat yourself up about the past and realize there's some reason there's some rhyme or reason for it and just focus on the now, because that, that is all you have now. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got to trust in divine timing. Yeah. Like trust that you're being led that like there is, there is a rhyme and reason for everything. You know, like there's that old ancient proverb that just, just says a rose blooms when it's ready. Like you, you cannot sit there and be like, come on, Rose, bloom, bloom. Like it'll do it in its own damn time. Like you I'm can't- pretty sure they're not conversing with each other about, oh, did you see that one? She hasn't bloomed yet. So exactly. let's not it's compare. Just, like, it's not computer. this. Yeah. It's just, it's not your time yet. It's like, it's, so you got to trust in that divine timing and stop. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people get stuck. If it's just like, you're still trying to force it. And the more you force it, the deeper you're getting into that mud. You're just going to drive yourself deeper. So if you're coming at like, I feel so stuck and you're coming at it from like a, what can I do? What can I do? Taking action. Like, let me force myself out of this. It's like just that, that whole mindset that that's why you're stuck is because you're coming at it from that vibration and that mindset. So it's like, you have to shift the mindset, stop thinking, drop into your body, start feeling, accept that you might not know what to do, accept that you have been making these choices, accept that you're here now because it is time to change now. It's okay. If you weren't ready before, let that go. You're ready now, reach out, ask for help and start doing things that you might not have even thought about to do, but you have to, you know, ask for help, get other people's opinions, go find people who have done what you want to do. Um, and this is my last thing on this. And then we'll go to the next question. That was like, for me, when I was like dropping dieting, that was a moment for me when I realized like, okay, what do I actually want here? It's like, I want freedom. I don't want to be in this constant obsession. I don't want to be battling with food all the time. So I want this like just free mindset. And I realized like, okay, if I have that mindset, that means I'm not dieting. I'm not counting calories. I'm not counting macros. I'm not even looking at that. That's not what I want. So I had to realize like, okay, I have to stop taking advice from anyone who's still doing that because they're, they're going to teach me how to just keep myself in this place that I don't want to be. So I had to like completely change who I was, had been taking advice from. Those are the the gurus that I'd been going to like, help Mm -hmm. me, sir, help me. And I had to completely look for like, okay, who's doing none of that. Who's doing the exact opposite of everything I've ever been taught. Who's living that carefree, awesome, free life and not giving a shit about, you know, how many calories or how many macros it's like, that's who I need to go learn from. But that took a complete mindset shift that took that complete surrender of like, okay, I'm letting all of this go and I'm going to learn a completely new way to do this. So if you're feeling stuck, that would be, that would be my advice. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Number two. Uh, Question number two is how can I be more confident without being arrogant? This one, oh, this is so good. I feel like so many people, at least this is what I've heard from um, a lot of the women I've talked to is that they are afraid to set boundaries and own their worth because they're afraid they're going to come off like a quote unquote bitch. Because a lot of people make you feel that way too. And so I think it's important to recognize that as long as your heart and your intentions are in the right place, that's what matters because you can't control how anyone else is going to receive whatever you're putting out, right? All you can do is do your best to put out yourself authentically. Um, Another thing though, is there is a huge difference. Like confidence is, Hey, you know what? I'm feeling myself. I am awesome. 
and I think I'm a good person. Whereas arrogance is, yeah, you know what? I'm better than you for X, Y, Z reason, right? That's the arrogance. That's the egotistical aspect. When you are just feeling yourself without the need to put anyone else down or without the need to feel like you should put yourself on a pedestal, that is just owning who you are and loving on yourself. And that is a hundred percent. Okay. So I think if you can remind yourself of that difference and also make sure that you are just putting out your best foot forward with love and good intentions, granted, we're all going to have our days where we're cranky, but for the most part, if you just put out love and you have good intentions, girl, you're golden. Don't worry. Word. Um, I think my take on this one is like, I don't know. I don't think if if you're truly confident, you can't be arrogant because I don't think confidence and arrogance actually even live in the same spot. I think they're polar opposite ends of the vibration spectrum because because when you're confident, you it's, it's kind of like saying like, you can't be afraid and in love at the same time. Like they're, 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 they're completely different. Like when you're in love and happiness, there's no place for fear. Just like when you're in true confidence, there's no need for arrogance because true confidence is like, you're not trying to prove anything to anybody. Like you, you don't feel inferior. And so since you don't feel inferior, there's no need to, to gaslight people, to pump your, to pump your chest up and peacock, because it's just like, I know I'm good and I don't need anyone else to validate me. I don't need to prove it to anybody else, whether somebody recognizes it and acknowledges it or not. I know. And because I know I'm not going to let myself be swayed by other people's opinions. So I'm not going to be doing this, like questioning myself. It's like, I know what's right for me. I can be kind. If people are trying to get me to go do something else, I'm like, eh, nope, sorry. That doesn't jam with me. Sorry. Like, I don't need to be a bitch about it. I don't need to put people down. I can just be like, sorry, that's not for me. And I can go honor myself without needing to rip people apart. I feel like arrogance comes as actually a mask of deep insecurity. I would agree like, with that. Can I, can I interject just one thing really quick? Yeah. Cause I have some really good examples of this. Whenever I see online, someone's like, well, if you believe in X, Y, Z, just unfollow me now, or they say they're open for discussion, but then they just come at you with such rudeness and hostility. If you do not agree with them, they're like, well, whatever, like I still stand by my point. Or when people say like, when are, when are other people going to wake up? Like, don't be a sheep. I hate those terms. Like I can see, I I try to be understanding and see their viewpoint, but the way they're coming at it is not from a point of like, oh, I'm just confident in my standpoint and my views. It's, I, I feel the need to put other people down while doing this as well. And it just aggravates the crap out of me. I actually saw a woman who I met in Belize and she was so kind and loving and wonderful. And I think she's a beautiful soul, but I saw her made a post that says, if you still eat meat, you're not spiritually woke, period. And I'm like, okay, I see where she's coming from. However, who the hell are you to dictate if someone's spiritually woke or not? And it's just, it's a way to put someone down rather than state your own feelings. So I like, those are just my examples of what I come across for what you're saying. Yeah. And I think those are great examples because it's like, 
you know, as we're gaining confidence, and I think this is where, you know, like we were talking about, like the last episode of like, the work is never done people. Like (laughs) you're never done. And, you know, once you, when you reach these levels of confidence where you're like, I know who I am. I know this is my jam. This is how I want to live my life. These are my morals. This is my kind of code of ethics. Then comes the work of it's like, okay, now live that embody that for yourself, but do not push it down other people's throats. Yeah. Like honor that they might have a different way. They might see the world through a different lens and that's okay. Like you're confident in your way. Okay. Let them be confident in their way. Like, don't go out and be like, okay, now I need to convert you. I need to convince you because now you're coming at it from like, my way is better. I know better. And right in that moment, as soon as you come at it from that angle, you've lost actual confidence. You just, you just gave your power away because all of a sudden it's not like, okay, just how I feel and how I'm doing my life is enough. Now I need to change people. And that's coming from a very dominating And if you're coming from dominating, domination always comes from a place of fear. It comes from lack mentality. It comes from like, what if just me isn't enough? Mm -hmm. So as soon as you step over that line and you start trying to like change other people from a dominating, my way is better place, you just lost your confidence. So I feel like you cannot be truly confident and arrogant at the same time. So it's all about that. Know what's right for you own it, become unshakable in it, but while also maintaining empathy for that other people might see the world differently. They might have different perspectives. They might be in a different place. They might have had completely different experiences and they might disagree with you, but that does not mean they're wrong. That does not mean they're bad. That does not mean you are better than them. That does not mean you know better. That does not mean any of that. So you have to be able to come up against people say like, agree to disagree. And you're like, cool. Like, how'd you come to that conclusion? Share with me. Like what experiences have you had? Like, to me, that's confidence of just like, and then somebody else can tell something that directly contradicts one of your beliefs. You'd be like, wow, I've never thought about that way. Mm-hmm. I still believe what I believe, but man, if that's where you're coming from, totally understand, go do you go shine your light and let it go. Like when you can truly stand in that, that's confidence for me. So that would be what I would tell that person of it's like, you know, confidence is, um, is just, you, you own your power, you own your light, but you don't try to dominate others with it. Um, it's like when you step over that line and you try to tell people that, you know, better and you lose sight that other people know what's right for them, just as you know, what's right for you. And you need to be understanding of that. That's where I feel arrogance comes in of when you start being like, I know better, don't question me. So as long as, as long as you can hold that boundary, um, I think you're good. Agreed. All right, let's get into the last one. We'll try to keep, we were going to plan on keeping this one short and sweet, but like always, how many times have we said that? We just need to stop saying it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last question is, all right, I'm ready to get healthy. Best tips. Take it away, Lonnie. What are your best tips for getting healthy? Um, First of all, I think it should always be a mind, body, soul experience, not just, not just with your body. Um, and I think where most people go wrong is just the overwhelm because how many YouTube videos are there for the best ways to grow your butt, the best ways to drop 10 pounds, the best ways to get those V lines or ab lines and stuff, right? There's just so much overwhelm and all these different diets. So I think 
the best piece of advice is to find out, experiment and find out what works for you. So this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about before. If you can't think your way out of this because every body, right? Like your actual body, every body is different, how it's going to respond. So um, just figure out what works best for you. So some people, first of all, I think we should eliminate diet and exercise from our vocabulary because how we talk to ourselves really makes a difference. So eliminate those and instead replace them with nourishment and movement. So what ways can you move your body that you really enjoy that you feel you can be consistent with? Let's just work on consistency first of all. So do you think that you can be consistent with putting on some R&B and dancing your little booty off? Do you think you can be consistent with, you know, hey, I like red bell peppers and I like onions, maybe some garlic um, and like peas. Okay, well, maybe you can make a stir fry, right? Could you be consistent with having at least just a healthy dinner throughout the week, right? Just finding little ways that you can be consistent and nourish your body, asking yourself, am I actually hungry or am I just bored or am I emotionally eating right now? And then if you're actually hungry, okay, is this going to nourish my body or am I just going for like the easiest thing? Right. So, and even if you still choose the easiest thing, as long as you're asking yourself these questions and starting to work on the mindset, I think it's really important. So just finding simple ways like that to make things easier on yourself and also get yourself a cute ass water bottle. Cause it's always, it's always more enjoyable to drink water if it, if it's cute. And personally, I actually saw this, um, from someone on Instagram a year ago, they were drinking water out of a wine glass and I'm like, Ooh, I like that vibe. I'm going to start doing that. Mm -hmm. And I actually find when you do that and when it's in a glass, you drink it a lot faster. So it's easier to get your water in as well. Yeah. Cause you fancy now. Yeah. <laughs> we bougie over here. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, those would be my top tips. I love it. How about you? Um, my top tips. I mean, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know, I'm all about the, the vibration, the, the spiritual. So for me, I believe so deeply that the body obeys the mind, the mind obeys the soul. So if you want to change anything external, you want to change your choices, you want to change your health, then you need to start working on your body and your, or your mind and your soul. And so my quick tips to like, I don't care what kind of healthy, I don't care whether it's, I want to stop smoking. I want to stop drinking. I want to start, you know, moving my body more. I want to start, you know, eating more healthier foods. I want to start talking kinder to myself, like whatever kind of health you're after. Um, the first thing I would, you know, diagnose anybody, like my diagnosis for anybody, my prescription would be like, okay, then go find your peace and go find your joy. Yeah. Um, like you have to find stillness. You have to find calm because if you want to change your choices, you have to start being able to listen to your internal dialogue of like, why am I making these choices? And you can't do that while you're in chaos. Well, it's a constant noise of like, you have to find stillness in order to start listening to that internal dialogue to actually know why you're making the choices you're making and know why you're feeling what you're feeling. So find your peace, meditating, breathing, going for walks, like, but you have to find that peace. You will not be healthy while your mind is in chaos. It just kind of, I don't think that's healthy. I don't, I don't care what you weigh. I don't care what externally you look like. If your mind is still in chaos, you are not healthy. That is just what I believe. Um, 
And then also, you know, I don't care what your body looks like. I don't care anything like that. If you are not happy, if you are not doing things that bring you joy, if you are not laughing on a regular basis, if you don't have moments where you feel like you're five years old again, like jumping through sprinklers with chocolate on your face and you're just like, wow, life's so amazing. Let's go chase rainbows. You know, if you're not having moments like that, where you're just blissed the fuck out, like so happy to be alive, you're like, this is an amazing life then you're missing out on the party, man. And that might be part of why you're having such a hard time making good choices. If you're so disconnected from your joy and everything feels mundane and gray and shitty. And you're like, what am I even fighting for? Like, why am I even, what, what am I doing here? And it's like, when you're in that vibration, it's like, of course you're going to make shitty low vibration choices. You're not inspired. You don't have anything to wake up to and look, be excited for. So it's like, eating that Twinkies, like the fucking highlight of your day. Like, so you've got to get yourself out of that vibration. So I would say start chasing, start investing in your peace and start chasing joy like a freaking mofo. And once you kind of start hacking those, then we can come back and start talking about specifics of, okay, now how do we fine tune this? But mm-hmm. without peace and joy, I think it's kind of a, a moot point. No, I totally agree. And to that point, I actually make such better decisions. I say it like I'm surprised. I'm not. And I teach people this too, but I, I make better decisions, healthier decisions for me that are more aligned with what I want when I get my meditation in, in the morning. Yeah. So it's like, we could sit here and tell people all day, like, here's how to make different choices here how to think about it. Or it's like, meditate in the morning, breathe, like clear your mind do something to raise your vibration and you will just inherently intuitively without even really thinking, without even having to try, you will make different higher vibration choices. So it's like, stop trying to overthink it and just go to the source, get your peace, get your joy. You will feel so much better. I feel like we've had a common theme in this episode. Quit fucking overthinking people. Yeah, (laughs) You make it so much more complicated. We do. So it really like whether, so just going back with like, I feel stuck. How do I be more confident um, without being arrogant? I'm ready to be healthy. It's like, I think it's like, then stop overthinking, cut through the red tape, stop making it so complicated and -hmm. just cut straight through to like, what makes you happy then let go of everything. Anybody ever told you to be told you how this is, how it has to be done. And start following your bliss, start following your joy, start tapping into that intuition and like, let it lead you and stop like, you know, cock blocking yourself with control. And like, this is how it has to be. It's like, okay, again, you're doing this to yourself, man. Like let it, let it go. Let it be different. Let it be easier. Absolutely. I love it. Um, but until they figure out how to do that, save your fucks for magical shit, people. Thank you so much for spending this time with us on the Zero Fucks podcast. We had an absolute blast and we hope you did too. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone in your life who you feel needs to hear it, that would be amazing and we would be forever grateful to you. Also, please leave us a review if you feel moved to do so. We love hearing from you guys, so shoot us a message and tell us what you think, share your story, and what topics you would like to hear us bring to the table. It would really help us on our mission to help you. We'll see you guys next episode. And until then, remember, go out there, live boldly, unapologetically, and save your fucks for magical shit.